1: Come uh-huh. And 72nd episode of the Shattered Order podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk. And once again, as two weeks ago, Wink is gone again. So once again, I was left to my own devices, and I think I did pretty well. I got our good friend, Urzatron, here with us tonight. It's been a minute since you've been here, Urz. How are you doing, man?
2: Brother, I am great. I am, uh, Happy to fill in for Wink. Congratulations to him on getting married. That's exciting stuff. Uh, but more exciting, we got some new news in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, man. It's good to be back with you, though, brother.
1: Yeah, no doubt. It's uh, it's always a good time. Love hanging out in your streams, the energy. Hopefully we can get a little bit of that here. You Bring know. it up. Here we go. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Um, so... There was, I. I, I, we just talked about my words and I cannot remember. I was just going to say something. Fantastic. Anyways, okay. So, So, for all the people that don't know you, Urzatron, first off, shame on them. But second off, what do you do, Mr. Urzatron?
2: Well, I like to consider myself the godfather of Grand Arena. No, I don't know. Um, I was the original guy that was streaming Grand Arena, and that kind of really helped propel my channel. And uh, I never thought, Dan, I'd be a live streamer, but uh, it's probably like my favorite thing. As you know, as a live streamer, it's just super fun super to go fun, live. Super fun, man.
1: Yeah. It's good times. It's,
2: it, it, People, that's what people don't understand. It's like, It's like to grow on YouTube, you got to make videos. That sucks. No one wants to do that. <laughs> it's horrible. Right. and uh live live streamings where it's at it's just about freestyling interact with people and uh playing playing a game and having fun um,
1: i really enjoy the aspect of the group think tank as well like people always you can get ideas from people that can help you out and it's really great when they work when they, when they don't work it's a little rough but yeah getting a, find out about teams you never known. like we I was talking with Ia it's justian uh 2 weeks ago talking about a first order team with Watt in it never heard of it now i've tried it (laughs) now i love it so
2: oh really it is cool it is a
1: very cool team so all that the group think tank is in full effect tonight um i will get into it on the main topic but i kind of wanted to talk about the jedi council and the supposed reworks that are happening and maybe get our own ideas on what hopefully that should entail but we'll see We'll get that think tank going. All right. One thing I wanted to say, because I saw this on your Twitter, as well as on Discord. Congratulations on 10K. That's a pretty big accomplishment.
2: Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. You deserve it, it, man. uh,
1: A lot of great videos. A lot of great nights there in the hall.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it, man. And uh, uh, Dan, I always tell you, um, for the two years before I was doing content creation, I was listening to you and Wink. And Wink was sloshing his cup around or whatever, and you're pulling off the the vaping thing. (laughs) (laughs) And I was listening to you guys. It was you guys and our our friends over at uh, Sean and John, over at the Galactic World Report. And uh, the Ritual Joe guys, you remember those guys? I do. Yes,
1: I do remember them. I do remember that I... That was the first podcast for this game that I listened to, and I remember the... They must have been using a single microphone with a circular yep. <laughs> uh input on it because everything that happened was on their on their recording. It was great.
2: I don't know I don't know what it was about those guys. I, I watched all their stuff. I it was <laughs> it's just fun, I don't know.
1: Yeah, for sure. That was those they were the earliest podcast that I heard about this game, and then there was uh gosh, what is that dude's name that did videos? He does he does uh stuff on Star Wars Destiny now. Oh, but, um, uh, Tiny Grimes? Tiny Grimes, yes. That was the first YouTube videos <laughs> I saw. That was a long
2: time ago. Yeah, Tiny Grimes, man. He's still doing it. He's yeah. He's doing hey, stuff. I'm
1: still subscribed to him. So every time <laughs> I get the Star Wars Destiny videos popping up in my subscriptions, but it's yeah. pretty awesome. So Mandalorian. Woo! I want to mention it, but I don't want to spoil it for people. So I want to say this. I think me and you are going to talk about this a little bit at the end of the show, so if anyone wants to turn it off and hasn't seen it, you won't get spoiled, but we got to talk about it a little bit, right?
2: Oh, we're talking about it, buddy.
1: Oh, it's so great. Everyone that has not seen it and is trying to avoid those spoilers, you're going to love it when you finally do, and I feel really bad for the people over in Europe that have not. It's what, they got to wait like three months before they can even get Disney Plus? That's crazy.
2: I mean, this is the type of thing, if I was a Star Wars fan and I lived in Europe, I would be quickly learning how to break the law. Because, like, that's just criminal what they're doing to those people.
1: (laughs) No doubt, no doubt. So, I guess we'll see what happens. Um, But, yeah. First you had that, Mandalorian, super hype. And then tomorrow you get another episode of Mandalorian. But on top of that, Jedi Fallen Order finally releasing two Star (laughs) Wars things in one week. It's absolutely nuts right now.
2: And, oh, by the way, we've got a whole new movie coming out in December. Yeah,
1: like, it just keeps going. It's all going to lead into this year. The end of this year is shaping up good for Star Wars fans. Yes, sir. So the real question is, will you be playing it, and will you be streaming it?
2: Uh, Brother, I will be getting up bright and early tomorrow. I took uh, tomorrow off, and then Monday through Wednesday off next week, so I'm going whole hog. I've been warning my wife. I've told her, like, <laughs> I'm going to be locked down this weekend. This is a huge thing. It's a new Star Wars game. I've literally been waiting for this day for so long. So, yeah, I'm all in, buddy.
1: Well, I would watch it tomorrow, but I'm going to try to do it blind, stream it blind tomorrow night. So we'll see mm-hmm. how that goes. Uh, hope then we can talk about it after that because <laughs> this game looks <laughs> got it. Got to Looks it looks great. Just saying. So yeah. Well, once again, I do not have sounders because Wink is not here. So just pretend the uh, "What did you do in Swugga this week?" is sounders going off, and you can go from there. Actually,
2: I could I can bring in some sounders. We got we got Cora here. Always simming threes, dude.
1: That's that's that, say, that always simming threes.
2: Of course, Dan. Don't you sim in threes?
1: I sim in eights actually.
2: And uh, how's that going for you? <laughs> I so no one, if
1: so, if everyone's ever asked me, "Why do you sim in eights? And you know, there's really no reason. Because if it was a number, I would think nine would be better because most things are 33% drop rate. So hopefully, you're getting right. three every nine. But when you do eight, I guess maybe eight is like if I get three, I feel better about myself. I don't know.
2: <laughs> Why not twenty? Who knows? Oh, I, is there okay? Let me ask you this: when you mm-hmm. when you crank that thing all the way over and you sim like you know two sets of energy to like what over 200 energy into something 20 attempts or whatever it is and you get nothing or you get one. Oh, that's is there any feeling worse than that dude no
1: and <laughs> when you get especially like if you're farming in the cantina in cantina nodes and you're going for let's say trying to get a character i always do those in threes because most of the time you, you'll get one out of three and right so you feel fine when you're getting one out of three then you get your two out of three you feel better but if you sim like 12 of those usually it feels like maybe only one of them is oh for 3 you do 20 of them in a row and you get three shards then you start feeling bad even though I mean you can do the maths and figure out how much you really should be getting at that 20 but I'd rather do three and feel better about myself yeah Uh, (laughs) I
2: mean and it feels especially weird with the Cryotech. For whatever reason, just Oof. Cryotech, it just feels the worst.
1: <laughs> uh, I recently finished gearing Shakti to gear 12 last week, uh, and it took four weeks to farm four Chirotechs. I wanted to take her to gear 13, but I was so tired of looking at her face that I had to move <laughs> to some other character. So... Me yeah. too. it was. I'm like, I'll look at a, a droid for a while over Shakti. I'm done now, with her.
2: Now, let me ask you this. Do you have a character that you like, it's like the pet project, like, that you always, <laughs> you have it favorited, and then you defavored it, and then you're like, oh, I really want to do that. And then you favored it again, and then it's just, who is that character? Do you have that character? Uh, We've
1: been talking about that a lot, actually. And it's not even actually a character that I ever used before Dark Side GOTB but it's Dooku because I just think <laughs> yeah. Dooku at Relic 7 would be a badass now one of our guys in my guild does have him and loves it so I just can't bring myself to do it right now because I finish his missions at gear 12 I go 4 for 4 on the Asajj Ventress Dooku mission at gear 12 it's like there's really nothing except for maybe the phase 4 one for him right. but I don't have the uh, team around him to to even get through that right now so i have my eyes set on that light side geo and then maybe i'll go back but it is well, definitely dooku because i already have uh wampa at yeah. uh, gear 13
2: fun fact i went against a uh dooku in a squad arena today a like separatist relic 7 dooku and i was like oh i'm gonna wipe the floor with this thing ran my nuke into it and i got wrecked
1: so <laughs> he's good i lost <laughs> the one today it's crazy yeah that, that it's just interesting because he actually will hit harder and then all the uh he's just always been annoying with the the counters and then adding that zeta to him at some point when he didn't have it before with the counters that heals him up oh, yeah just the worst which what is why do- i want him
2: <laughs> dooku lead uh and that lead got reworked totally so it's all different now
1: yeah at least that can't haunt us any longer oh <laughs> i remember those days man <laughs> All right, so what 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 have you done in Star Wars this week? I'll ask you questions right as you put that in there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. This week I have been farming up uh, my ships nonstop. It has been all going into Edda, Down's Tooth, and uh, Umbar and Starfighter. These are things I have ignored for like forever, Dan. Oh, I never geez. thought it was coming back to GAC, and now that it's back in GAC, I got to take it seriously. Uh, so, and I just put out a video today uh, we talked a little bit earlier this week Dan you uh, know you wailed on Hyena right?
1: yes hyena?
2: and I, I just wailed on Y-Wing today so I gotta <laughs> ask you not that to change the subject but uh, how much did you spend on Hyena because I was shocked at what I spent
1: alright so if you're counting crystals I didn't already have uh, about a hundred bucks if you count the That's crystals it? I had because I I I went all in on J, on Anakin, right? Okay. But I spent I spent I spent a vault getting ready for him and then mm-hmm. a, I bought a second one and then I decided that a five star character that would probably be out of the meta by the time I got him to seven stars wasn't worth the money. So I had a vault worth of crystals already on my account. So I did the Galactic Chase portion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With all those crystals, and I ended up four out of a hundred. And so I decided to buy more. So I did buy that I did spend that money, but I still had half of it left. So I guess I only spent about a hundred fifty if you count the old crystals. Wow. But to, because the galactic chase was just so good, and the problem <laughs> it's for a you value. is yeah, yeah, the problem for you is there was no galactic chase for the Y wing. That's why the Hyena Bomber worked out better for me. If the if the Y wing had been the galactic chase, I would not have Hyena Bomber. at seven star.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. So, dude, I I haven't wailed on anything in a while. Three hundred and twenty dollars. I just
1: it's that pack, you know, man. I, the pack's yeah. the worst because I thought it was. I thought with ship packs you were guaranteed fifteen shards. So the first one I bought for Hyena Bomber when it hit me with seven, I was like. Well, that seems bad for the first pull when it's supposed to be fifteen is the highest probability. So I click on it, yeah, and I'm like, oh, seven is this uh, this this crystal pack I just bought might not even be enough. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, those that's seven star seven shards of pop is is hard to.
2: It what dude. There. It wasn't even seven. It wasn't even seven. It was five to seven the whole time. Yeah, I got a couple tens and a couple twelves, and that was it. It was five to seven the whole time.
1: Yeah, I think I got a ten and. Two twelves, 12s and the rest were sevens and fives and every time i got a five when the percentage for a seven was like 16 percent, and the percentage for a five was like eight i just cursed at the screen <laughs> oh my, come on really ridiculous yeah
2: so that's been my week man it's been a full turn on ships um not really farming any characters finished up uh my clones i'm like one piece of gear off echo to g12 I'm sort of not into the clones right now, to be quite honest. I don't know. I've tried them and they just don't really excite me. I don't know. I know they're going to be needed for lightside GOTV, so I guess it's not totally a waste. But a lot of gear went into those guys, and I put all the Zetas on them, double Zeta on fives, and I don't know. So far, I'm not feeling it right now.
1: Use it on offense or defense?
2: I use them on offense. So I run them with my Beauty and the Beast team. And it's Rex lead with Vesis uh, and Gamu, and they're they're reliced out of their mind. And uh, you know,
1: it's- Gamu, Gamu,
2: baby, you know yes. it, man. When huh? we, when we you know our death mark on our Gamu, when's that happening?
1: That's what I want to know, man. I need that death mark. And the, I feel uh, last week I discovered live on the podcast that I am no longer the Gamorian Guard Protection King. Uh, oh There no. are at least there are at least four seven or relic seven gam guards in the game and they don't even have them modded for protection it's just the fact that they have relics on it so i lost my crown because uh just because someone took the time to relic gam guard i mean i'm really that so we're talking about dooku gam guard is another one that i think about doing and the funny part is the one of the biggest reasons is just because everyone makes fun of him yeah everyone does man he's good Everybody always comes at me and says, I have zero Gamorian guard shards. The only other character I don't have unlocked is General Skywalker. And I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, he sucks. He oh doesn't
2: suck. Here. He's a tank. <laughs> tanks, are, tanks are valuable in this game. Yes. Wait. There's
1: only one way he could be better right now with the current kit. Is if he d- used his taunt before his second special. But that's the only right. thing. Because if he were... That's the only reason you can't really use him on defense because he'll never taunt before everyone else around him's dead, but he's great for offense because you control that, so and then yeah it's it's great, but I don't know off <sighs> off the rails always okay. I, I can go off the rails on Gamorrian guard or Wampa all day long
2: oh I got my wampa at r three and he's a bad boy man, oh my goodness, he can <laughs> do some work
1: i you know what's you- funny is. So mine's at uh, R2. I guess I just have forgotten to bring him up. But R2 is enough that in Dark Side GOTB at this point, even though they're not rebels you're fighting, he returns to as good as he is in Hoth because he's lasting all the way to the end on the team I use him in. because I'll, Oh, yeah. I'll throw him in with the Sith Triumphant, and he'll just hide behind Sion the entire time and just <laughs> obviously womp on things. It's great. Love it. Yeah. I can't wait to move him up even more.
2: Yeah. So those two characters, Wampa and Gamu, like I, those are kind of like the characters where I'm like, when I finish relicing something important, I'm like, I go put a relic level on him, and then I'll go do something else, and then I come back and put a relic level on him. That's kind of how I've been doing those guys.
1: Well, honestly, I think... I mean, I have so much relic an- or signal data right now from the Galactic Chase. Uh, oh, I, I could probably take him to Relic 7 right now. I just haven't <laughs> yeah maybe we'll have to do that on the stream
2: <laughs> what about you what are you what have what you been uh working on this week
1: oh geez uh i've been farming the vulture droid like crazy i think i'm doing like four refreshes on that thing still only oh. let's see where's he at 32 out of 65. So still four-star, trying to get that fifth star. I just want him to be viable in an arena team by the time Malevolence gets out because four-star just doesn't seem like it's going to do it. But all my other um, Separatist ships are in a good spot. So you got the Geonosians. I got them all at Gear 12. Their ships are all maxed out. You got Hyena Bomber completely maxed out now. I just need to get that Vulture Droid good, and I think that's pretty much all the Separatist ships. The other one I got is the IG-100. I'm still farming that, too, so I've been using a bunch on that since, you know, Droid ship. It's supposed to do well with with Malevolence. I got that one at 18 out of 100. That one's slow going for sure, but I'm not doing any refreshes on that. So Right. But the good part is that's a dual use because you use it with Malevolence, but also I still haven't... Obviously, I still haven't got... Million Falcon at seven stars, so
2: yeah, I gotta, I gotta get back to those bounty hunter ships for sure. I'm, nah, I just
1: well, I forget what which the the other one something got put on his Xanadu. Blood is on the one with Droideka. Cat, uh, Droideka, yeah. So maxed it out while getting Droideca, so that worked out well. I wish, just wish they'd put something on on the IG one one th- uh,
2: node. You know what's really weird is I'm finishing up Django and Hound's Tooth. I got like 85 more Django shards and I've been farming them at the same rate. I don't know how that happened. And I, I just, for whatever reason, it's just the RNG favored dropping Django there than Hound's Tooth. Oh,
1: jeez Yeah, you know what? There's. I had to quit farming the shuttle for the same reason, right? Kylo's shuttle? There's something on Kylo's shuttle.
2: Sion.
1: Uh, yeah, start Scion. I got Scion to seven stars, but 15 out of 100 on the shuttle, and I haven't touched it since. Yeah. But I was like, I'm not kept and gone there. I got what yeah. I wanted. So. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I've been doing. I've been working on those ships. I mean, it's like Everything's kind of weird in the game right now, so it makes complete sense that I would be working on ships because that is probably the weirdest thing you could ever get me to do because I hate them. So, fifty. I'm at like sixty thousand get two tokens at this point. So malevolence, give it to me. Yeah, I'm at sixty point six k get two. I will be able to get it to five stars when it when it drops. So. I'm all about it,
2: and I'm sure you saw it in the Y Wing challenge. Did you did you do the Y Wing challenge today?
1: I did one of them to see if I could get to the point where you can click on the abilities, but it does its oh, own yeah. abilities too quick for you to click on anything, so and you can't oh, target yeah. the uh capital ship. So i only yeah, done it's, one it's, so far, but it looks it's amazing. Got great
2: animation, yeah, <sighs> it looks amazing, it does a bunch of cool stuff. I'm like, wow,
1: yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun, nice. Uh, you know, that's about it. I'm working on B two and Saj Ventures to Gear Thirteen, trying to get ready for the slow way for General Anakin Skywalker to come back. And then the most sad part is farming rose. That's my other thing I'm doing, farming me some rose.
2: Now, explain to me this: you really believe that there's going to be some sort of rose requirement down the road?
1: Wouldn't that make perfect sense, though? The one character no one prob- wants or farms is the one they're gonna put in there, and then sells rose packs.
2: Rose pack. Yeah. <laughs> I think the day people are forced to buy rose packs, this is the day a lot of people quit this game, and it's no knock on Kelly Marie Tran, but Yeah. Yes. just
1: that yeah. Uh, that it's just the kit you're talking about, obviously.
2: Yeah. Not well, I kid. mean, <laughs> the writing of the character and that sort of thing is.
1: Do you want to go down that rabbit hole?
2: No, 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 no. You've all been down that rabbit hole as Star Wars fans.
1: Well, we had, what, a year and a half? Two years to go down that
2: rabbit hole? We got the Mandalorian now. What are we talking about? Yeah, we don't need to talk
1: about that anymore.
2: It's going to be a long
1: time till the next movie comes out. We got Mandalorian to keep us busy. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much it, man. There's not a whole lot going on. Uh, Grand Arena, obviously. Um Actually, I want to. I'm going to switch around to a couple of these things, but I want to go into Grand Arena. What do you think okay. of Grand Arena with ships?
2: So I am. I finished sixth this last week, uh, so I lost two ma- two matches and full cleared The other guy just had better ships than him. So I don't know, man. I'm I, just to the point you made where if you've been ignoring ships, you can't really ignore them anymore because they're important. So, like, I'm farming up Eta and Tooth and all this other stuff. So I'm barring Starfighter, and I'm fine with it. You know, it's kind of, like, it's kind of new. I mean, like, I'm learning how to use my negotiator, and then I'm reading the kit for Y-Wing and, like, trying to figure out this. And I don't know. It's new content for me. Yeah, so right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, ki- right. yeah, I'm kind of I'm into it. And I know everybody that cares about ships is just, like, shut up, dude. Like, this stuff is, like, stale as Dale can be, but I don't know. It's, it's it's just stuff that I've been investing in. It's finally nice to see it kind of turning things around for me.
1: Oh yeah, no doubt. And then the, you start to get to the point where we're, we're getting enough ships that synergies are starting to form ship-wise. Like a yep. uh, Galactic Republic sh- uh, fleet. You're going to have this droid slash separatist fleet. Um, you've always had well, you haven't always Hold had one. Yeah, the home one. one yeah. Home one back in the day with, but it wasn't really true synergy because back in the, no, that wasn't even them. That was Executrix with uh, mm-hmm. Biggs and the Advanced TIE and the TIE Fighter. So, I mean, there's really never been too much synergy, but it's nice to see them moving that way. And then also, hopefully, we're getting some kind of First Order ship would be nice with all these, or Capital since you have all those first-order ships, it's primed and ready for that. Same with Resistance. I mean, there's so many different types of ships that they can make new, con- old content new for people like us, as well as ship people, because it's all new in that pl- regard as far as synergies go. So hopefully we do see more of that, because ships are still. Okay, I got a better question for you as far as that goes. Have you heard about this rumor about vehicles in the game?
2: I have, I have, and, and
1: you know, what do you think?
2: Well, back when we were in the Game Changer program, they mentioned s- stuff about that very lightly, but it never came to fruition. That was a long, long time ago. And uh, I don't know, man. I feel like they they have learned a lot from ships. Now they're heading in the direction of no pilots and ships now. And mm-hmm. if they do vehicles with no pilots out of the or no no you know crew out of the gate, maybe I'd be all right with it. I kind of just want to see something different, though. I mean, we've seen, like, the tactical turn-based stuff over and over and over.
0: Mm -hmm. Maybe just,
2: like, a hexagonal map or something and just some different twist on it. Because I don't know if we need to see the exact same turn-based five characters and something else, some random variable. I don't know. It just feels tired at this point. So, if they do it differently and make it a totally different game mode, then I'm in.
1: Yeah, they... I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm with you. I do not want ships that, are, or I don't want vehicles that are the same as ships because a, right. it took you this long to get ships to where they are. Just don't introduce something. I mean, how many ships can there possibly even be that are tactical ships? You know, or or vehicles. I mean, you're not going to have that many. You're, you, Luke's land speeder is not going to be attacking in a battle, right? Right. Things like right. this. So. What me and Wink have talked about, and you tell me your thoughts on this. We want we, we thought it'd be interesting if vehicles were something that was an addition to a five man squad, kind of like kind of like capital ships are for the ship battles. So if you were to add in a six slot on regular character battles, that where you could put a vehicle, and that vehicle interacted with the characters and took a turn every ten turns, and did something cool. That I'd be okay with.
2: Yeah, but, I, I, and that sounds that sounds cool to me. Um, I, I do like what they're doing with the summon mechanic. That's pretty neat stuff. Um, oh, that yeah. sounds a little bit like the summon mechanic. If you're talking about controlling like a sixth type thing, like what would be a capital ship. Um, I don't. I'm reading your chat here. Della Coda, talking about the pod racing. Man, I'd love to build pods. <laughs> let's, let's make our vehicles that.
1: <laughs> if you could collect parts and just build yes. a like. Whatever pod, you wanted pod, pod racer that would Yeah. Be sweet.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> that that would be dope. I don't know, man. Um no, I think that's a good idea. That's a good way of looking at it. Um I would just like to see something totally do if they if they go that route I'd be fine. Um but just something totally different. Hexagonal map, I don't know, just something more tactics based, not the same just, you know, speed based turn over turn over turn type thing. <laughs>
1: Reality skewed gamers, they can't get ships right. I don't want them ruining pod racing for me. (laughs) We could probably put a blank space where pod racing is there in that sentence, and we're probably going to get that same comment for any of them. Pick the uh, the least poisonous, and then you're good. There you go. Did it seem to you, like in Grand Arena, that you hit uh, the second... What is the next one? I don't even the so erodium is that
2: the second one no it is uh so carbonite bronze uh, cro- uh, bron- yeah bronze did it feel like
1: I you hit bronzium way quicker than the last grand arena yes
2: yeah, so they changed the scoring mechanism i want to say i think uh our, our friend from metaverse maurice was saying that this scoring is different this time
1: yeah that's i i see i did he was talking about this today and i hadn't even realized it but i realized that after two rounds of the first GAC I hit bronzium and it was seemed way quicker than normal and then after he brought this up it uh, all made sense but apparently you're getting 600 more um points per win and that's a pretty big chunk in there apparently more for defenses too it's crazy really? and then you'd the weirdest part is that this wasn't communicated at all like it was just yeah. kind of a yeah. thing people figured out
2: yeah, that makes sense and like they I guess they ran the numbers and they were saying what like 30% of people more will get into Kyber now. So it's it, was, it went from the being this exclusive thing to 30% of the player base.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Uh yeah. the Now, he did mention something about titles in Kyber to make it more exclusive when you do get into it. I don't they have that? I thought they did have that.
2: They have the Kyber combatant I want to say that's an exclusive title you get for hitting kyber
1: yeah i thought there were like three or four different titles up in kyber like one for getting first one for getting top 10 one for getting top 100 and then one for just hitting kyber but i guess they probably want more than that at this point which makes sense if you're fighting that far you
2: know oh you know what title i saw today in ships i've never seen this title before it's like freighter spice something like spice shipper i don't know something like that <laughs> What it's like you get it for like this this is the sky guy achievement i have no idea what that even means and i looked and there's like no information to look up where these quests are to get these titles yeah that it was like sounds... spice was... freighter captain or something maybe like that
1: maybe that's no because i beat the ship part of the general anakin skywalker event so it wasn't for that
2: Sp- uh, they're going to tell us in the chat here. It's the Sky Guy Achievement, and then it's like Spice, Freighter Captain, or something like that.
1: That sounds like an awesome title, though.
2: It made me think it was like Lando. I was like, maybe that's like a old Lando or the original Millennium Falcon, Lando's Millennium Falcon. I was like, maybe that's what that is. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't find it. I-, I googled this. I couldn't find it at all. So.
1: Well, I've never even heard of it until you brought it up, but... Someone said Spice Freighter Navigator. Navigator. I have yeah. that
2: on mine.
1: I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, best title in GAC you actually get by failing trapped in carbonite. I've actually made plans on my in- alt to get trapped in <laughs> carbonite.
2: <laughs> trapped in carbonite is a cool title. It's and you know
1: what to- there's literally one way to do it. Because you cannot do it by joining and getting rewards because the it auto sets your defense which gets you seven twenty every time, so by right. the end of it you would be out of carbonite. The only way to get trapped in carbonite from my maths is to join the join it when the GAC is in join, but don't join the four individual fights so basically you'll be stuck at zero unless you get uh, some feats for uh, 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 for yeah. arena and everything but at that point you won't get anything. And you'll be stuck trapped in carbonite. But that would require, well, you know what's funny? That wouldn't require giving up a lot of rewards because the rewards suck. So it's kind of, it might actually be worth it in the end. And you know what? There's no Zetas in it right now. So right now would be the time to do it.
2: Yeah, that's what everybody was saying. Well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to get the, uh, get it on this ship one. And I get that. That's whatever. Just play uh, so- People are saying People are saying the Spice Freighter Navigator was for beating the first round of the General Skywalker event, and well, I don't know see. why. Let me see why if I have it then. <laughs> yeah, I mean that would make sense if you beat the first round, or because yeah, that was the ship just, one.
1: I thought was the yeah. first round.
2: Well, that makes sense for a Sky Guy achievement, but what does that have to do with a Spice Freighter Navigator?
1: <laughs> That's the real question. Spice Freighter Navigator, complete the Sky Guy quest. Yeah, it's the first round of the... Uh, dude, I'm putting that All on right, right now.
2: <laughs> Sweet title, man. Yeah, thanks. It was, <laughs> it was the first title where I was like, I need to get that title. I normally don't care about that sort of thing, but yeah, it was the first one where I was like, looked at it. <laughs> like, I, and, then,
1: and then, of course, you can never find it. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right.
2: Yeah. So, I don't know, what are you thinking about GAC right now?
1: I am still enjoying it. I still... I, the problem is, I really enjoy it, and I love doing it. I But because of the rewards, I do not prioritize it over sleep. Because most of the time, since I work nights, most of the time I'll work all night. I'll get home, and I can either do GAC, or if I'm too tired, I'll go to sleep. Now, if the rewards were worth more than they are right now, I would spend an extra 40 minutes doing my battles and then go to sleep. But right now, if I have to choose, I'm just going to go to sleep. So I usually hit a rhodium, but that's about it. And I still miss like three or four attack phases because of sleep at work. The weekend, if they were all lined up to my weekends all the time, it'd be perfect because I always have time to play on my weekend being Wednesday to Saturday. But all the times when i work it's hard to prioritize it when you're not getting as much out of it as you can you know what i mean
2: yeah i, I think i kind of feel like it, it, grand arena goes on a week too long if they had it three weeks on two weeks off i think it would be like the perfect cadence this is enough to keep people kind of engaged mm. uh, four weeks four weeks feels like a marathon to do it every time
1: yeah and <laughs> If the rewards you get after the four weeks was the rewards after two weeks, they wouldn't seem right. as terrible. <laughs> right. Because basically, in my opinion, what you get after four weeks should be doubled. So it would make more sense for that to be after two weeks. Yeah. But doubled at the least. I don't yeah, know. I mean,
2: there's a case to be made about how good the rewards used to be. Remember when we were getting car- carbanti and, like, stun guns and stun stuff? Stun
1: guns, like, stun cuffs. Yeah. You, get, you get a full one if you got first. I was really trying hard for first back when the the gear was in there because especially for stun guns, those things are the worst. Yeah, I mean, with yeah. all the gear, you know, Chirotex, finishers, all that stuff still in the game, the one I always get hung up on are stun cuffs and stun guns still. So having those yeah. in there and you could get a full one, that definitely made it worth fighting for first. And even if you didn't get first, you got second. You still got – it was like 40, 45, so you're <laughs> – a half I a just, day swimming away. I
2: don't. Yeah, know. I don't understand, Dan, why they 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 constantly just. It's just like any little win, anything that's like helping. Just like, it just. I get why people are angry because it just feels like they just take and take and take little things away each and every time, and it's just like. I can't. It's hard to even remember that we got like a fully crafted stun gun out of this stuff. I just
1: do. You remember this. Do you remember when Heroic Sith, before they changed their rewards, and every time oh, you yeah. beat it, everyone in the guild got at least one fully crafted piece? Yep. We were pounding the Sith raid out as fast as we could, knowing that change was coming, because they took away that chance for to get a fully crafted one every time, and then it was everyone had a chance to get the fully crafted, and then they're like, you know what? Even better. Top ten. We're going to make it the top 10. And it's stayed that way ever since. It drove me crazy when they did the QA last time, and someone asked, they said, is there any chance that you'll be unlocking the chance for full craft pieces outside of the top 10 of the Heroic Sith Raid? And they're like, no, that's not in our plans. And I was like, "How, how do you tell us when you introduce Gear 13 that you're going to find ways to make the Gear Crunch smaller To make it easier to get to gear thirteen and use relics, and then say, "Eh, "We're not going to update the Sith raid rewards at all. We're just going to leave it in that top ten thing. We're going to have guilds continue to fight each other and get mad if they are allowed to do cheese or not, or just there's so many. I don't know, man.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, I was so checked out of the Sith raid like that never became a huge talking point within my guild. But uh, I know there were guys that were on the, the the cusp of Hitting that top 10, and it's just like heartbreaking when you put in all this time and you don't get it.
1: I saw someone today that hit like 68 million in the Sith raid and got eighth, eighth place. I'm like, holy, that's, yeah. that's rough. That's a lot of work for eighth place. Now, granted, yeah. you're still in the top 10. If you drop to 11th with that score, that would be even the, the, the probably quit at yeah. that point. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think I. I think grand arena mode as a mode taking rewards out of it is amazing. It's super fun. It's one of the m- most fun things to sit down and do in the game, just to set the defenses to decide what you want to do for defense to uh, go in there on offense and find out what works and what doesn't And you know, cause a lot of, you know, I mentioned my counters to people and they, they're just kind of like, what they use different things, you know? And so Seeing what different people do for different things, depending on the gearing on their characters on their own accounts, is just there's just a lot of fun to be involved in there. So, I don't know, I love it. It's great mode.
2: Yeah, no, I love it too, man. And, uh, you know, no one knows your own roster like you, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I get that all the time on my stream. We had a we're going up against a Django team last night. Typical counter would be resistance, or or people are like, don't use resistance, you know, use something better, use CLS for that. I'm like, no, no, no my man Major Tom and Amalyn Holdo, they're going to handle this, and they did, man. It's just like, you just have a feel for your own roster, and it's just like, oh, people see that, and they're like, you know, Ambo getting iced for 45,000 from, uh, you know, Resistance Troopers. Awesome, man. (laughs) Things like that where people just don't know. I think, in a way, Relics have made that more exciting and better because it's such a more varied, you know, uh, varied uh, stat pool, stat base.
1: Well, different characters can suddenly become viable, you know? Yeah. And that's the best part, because so long these characters just sat in the mud and did nothing, or they had their time and their time's done, you know? But what I want to see, I want to see a Wigs combo at Relic 7 and see where that goes, you know what I mean? Like, some of these big damage characters that went on for so long, like, what's a Relic 7 Ray hit, you know? Right? Use that, yeah, What does that look like? Use that three-smack stick, and see what kind of damage comes out of that at Relic 7 It'd be yeah, ridiculous.
2: That's a good point I, I bet you know, those red boys are going to look good with the orange and blue there, little bronco colors and uh <laughs> with their, their, their blue frame there that the neon blue Oh be yeah, nice. for
1: sure, gotta love it Yeah, it's so weird how short that uh yellow to red finish lasted
2: The Guy Fieri <laughs> Yes, Guy Fieri's
1: hair colored uh
2: we're so proud of this new guy Fieri look we're really (laughs) proud of it we're gonna call it out in this uh state of the galaxy
1: and then three weeks later (laughs) our neon
2: was lit (laughs) It kind of
1: like the uh kind of like the uh we reworked the look of anakin in his profile picture
2: you're gonna love the way he looks dan (laughs) three weeks later
1: we've removed We've gone back to the old General Anakin, old Anakin Skywalker look. Do you, do
2: you remember? Do you remember original Basti? Basti oh, looks. So, <laughs> Put those like, two totally face different.
1: together. <laughs> Wasn't there? Did they ever change Sabine? Because I know when Sabine came out, people were saying the same thing. I, I think don't know they never change. got
2: changed. I don't know if she got. Right. Jin was always messed up. They <laughs> Jin looked like
1: giant. <laughs> her nose is as big as mine in that picture. I'm like, how did they get this so wrong?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think Jin may be the worst in the game still. Jin is Uh, bad, man. It's
1: it's painful to look at. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Well, for once in a long while, we put out a podcast poll. I figured with the the lack of communication this week, it would be a good idea to see what you guys thought. About light side territory battles coming up. Actually, we skipped something, so I'll go back to that because I just I did this whole section on our main topic about light side territory battles and talking about how it's supposed to come out this month, and then something happened about four hours ago that we have to mention. So a mm. lot of people thought on the on the calendar along 1118, it mentioned that the light side hoth territory battle was starting on the 18th. But it didn't put the dark side territory for Geo on the 18th, so everyone thought, okay, light side GOTB has been announced for November. There's nothing there about dark side GOTB. The 18th is probably when this is going to drop. We're on the 14th. We haven't had any information about light side GOTB, and suddenly they changed the calendar so that 1118 now starts a dark side GOTB. So my question is, do we think it's going to be December now?
2: Maybe it'll be Thanksgiving week. I don't know. I just so what, I, who knows at this point. The calendar day is Thanksgiving? That's the
1: twenty eighth, and yeah, you could be on to something there because the the dark side one ends on what is the day? Okay. I don't have the calendar in front of me, Dan. Yeah, I uh, thought I wrote down the day, but it ends on the twenty sixth, and the. 26th i forget it twins on the 24th and the 26th starts the territory war so territory wars are right in that time frame but we've seen territory war on tb at the same time and it would put out the tb in technically still in november so i think you're onto something there
2: well the the, the joker in the chat is saying that, that they never they've already marked the calendar for two tws of thanksgiving week so Everybody's suspecting December now, so I'll I'll go with the will of the council here, and just say eh, probably going to be December now.
1: That is just as you would say uh-huh. going to become problematic, because <laughs> yeah. you got a lot of I I have to believe that they have a lot of Star Wars Episode Nine content planned for December, and right. then if you're going to try to push a non Episode Nine large piece of content into that same month good luck to him enjoy your enjoy your holiday season that's all i have to say
2: i just how long does this take man like i it's like one custom battle with the the reek as far as we know and like the accolade was one custom battle and it's basically reskinned with a bunch of you know high health, high tenacity units like i just don't understand why this something like this takes so long to develop and maybe, like, I'm, you know, we're not developers. So I just, like, when did Dark Side GOTV come out? When was that? That was in midsummer? Or was it even before that? May?
1: It's been, a, it's been a minute. I think it was in the summer sometime, like midsummer. Someone in chat will tell us, but it's been a while. And we all knew this was coming, but we still haven't got it. That's the crazy part. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Just, I feel like. All the quiet right now is gonna go away in December. At least I hope, because it feels like in December they should be putting out something every single week at that
2: well at the so show. December last year was amazing, Dan. It was like we we had just like lost our test accounts and like it was like we got Grand Arena and it was fantastic and it was this new thing and it was exciting and it was actually really, really good. So I have a soft spot in my heart for last December. So hopefully we get something nice again.
1: It'll be interesting to see they put out that uh, poll about what people wanted to see for the new, for the fourth anniversary too. You got to remember that's coming up in about 10 days. So also interested. You should see an update at least before that as well. Maybe that's when we'll get Arc trooper. Who knows? Because that's got to be before the territory battle. And the fact that he hasn't been updated, he hasn't been dropped yet can tell you that it's, that's I think he'll I, drop a week before it. So I think whenever you see Ark Trooper drop, you can guess that a week after that is when we'll probably see the territory battle.
2: Yeah. <laughs> this is. Uh, I just they committed to December or to November, November. I thought. didn't they say? They committed to that. I just I would love
1: to go back and read the wording because a lot of the times they say things to cover themselves. I'm curious what they said specifically about that. And if they cover themselves.
2: I don't know, man. I remember specifically it saying November, like matter of fact type of statement. But
1: Yeah, I could believe that for sure. Well, I guess we'll see. All right. So on to the poll. Missing everybody loves a good poll sounder here. <laughs> and here it is is let me get this game off your screen all right so 103 responses thank you to everyone that filled out the poll uh been off the poll for like two months now and still was able to get 103 of you guys to come out and give out your information so we appreciate that but it was about the light side territory battle so i'm going to read the question i'm going to ask you your answer to the question then we'll we'll go with what the community said so first question is which speculated team do you have the most well-geared and ready for light-side territory battle on Geonosis? Padme and Friends, Shakti and the Crew Cuts, or Jedi Council?
2: Uh, it's going to be Padme and Friends. That, that team is legit fun. That uh, team is Brazilian as all heck, too. So, yeah, it's going to be Padme and those guys. Uh, they're fantastic team. What about you, Dan?
1: I, I cannot decide. Uh... So I have Padme, gear 12 with both Zetas, uh, JKA, I might just have to click on Shakti and the crew cuts and Padme because I got JKA at Relic 4, you know what, I'll go with Shakti just for the highest because I have all my all my clones are at Relic 4 and Shakti is at gear 12 with both Zetas and I don't know who I'm going to put in the fourth, we'll see, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm. That's where I'm right now. But both those teams are pretty good. It's that Jedi Council or the Clone Wars Jedi that are just absolutely rough.
2: Yeah, I don't. I, these these guys that have the, the Jedi Council, they're impressive folk. Uh, you know, that's one, one of those characters. Ayla. she's always been on my list to to finish, and I just have never done it.
1: It's uh, if I were to look, I know that my kit Fisto's terrible. I know that. Uh, Imagundi is terrible. Plo Koon is terrible. Isla is terrible. I think all of them are have to be under gear five. So pretty oh, much wow. anyone Jedi Council right now for me <laughs> is a hot garbo in no, not good at all. Eth Koth, surprisingly, gear eleven. So wow, is that? He's,
2: well, he's one of the easiest gears in the game. I thought There's he is list. one of the
1: easiest, and I used him to get Jedi Master Yoda when Yoda first came out so
0: yeah
1: yeah, that worked out because getting him early in the game from Galactic War tokens was just super easy for Grandmaster Yoda so he has always been there but he's also always been terrible so
2: yeah
1: Yeah. 80% of people Padme and friends and then another 14% of people went with Shakti and the crew cuts and only 6 people out of 103 said their Jedi council is their most well-geared uh faction and i want to meet these people. So if yeah. you if this was you out yourself because i really <laughs> want to see a screenshot of your roster because as i said gear 5 and lower that'll make me real jealous. Especially if they get reworked and they're really good. So the next question, did you save? I know I think i know the question answer for this for you. Did you yep. save for malevolence or did you go with the negotiator?
2: All in with the negotiator. I, uh, it was too, it's like once you make commit to that, and you've been dumping money into it or currency into it, it's like you can't turn. Well, yeah, it's the negotiator for me, and I know it's the opposite for you, right?
1: It is absolutely. I am all in on the malevolence, and it it came down to the decision that my anak or my what is that dude's name? Why am I forgetting names now? Obi-Wan, Uch. Kenobi, General Kenobi is Gear 12, and my GG is Relic 7. So, if a capital ship is working on their pilots, having GG at Gear 7, or Relic 7, seemed like the best way to go for me. Now, obviously, we didn't know right. for sure it was dropping there, but I had a good. Just like with Hot TB, you had two characters drop in there. I figured if Malevolence is coming, it's probably going to drop right next to Negotiator. So,. Thankfully that gamble worked out. But unlike this podcast, it was not half and half. Seventy five percent of people went with negotiator, and to my surprise, uh twenty five percent of people are saving for malevolence as well. Or we're saving for nothing, or just to see what happened and are ready for malevolence. So uh it's the new
2: hotness, Dan. You gotta go with the new hotness if you've been saving.
1: I mean have you seen the paint job on that thing? It does it look
2: looks pretty sweet man looks pretty
1: hot so <laughs> second question same uh, same uh, vein here after seeing hyena bombers kit without knowing malevolence is yet beyond its summons vulture droids which ship are you more interested in regardless of which you are farming i think this is a trap question i don't know why i included it because everyone's always more interested in the new hotness especially if you have the negotiator already but yeah 60% of people said malevolence and 40% said negotiator. Uh there are still a lot of people that don't have either unlocked. Obviously no one has malevolence, but there's still a lot of people that haven't unlocked malevolence or negotiator so I'm not mm. surprised to see that number that high. I think my alt I think my alt account is 135 out of 145 and I got to wait another TB just to get those last 10 shards it's a long wait it's hard it's hurtful yeah it's hurting me
2: i just it, it's it's just so painful when you're spinning that currency and you're just watching it go and you're like yeah oh, i'll see you in a month right <laughs> you're like, like yeah i'll just
1: when's that next tb i gotta have more yep. of that tb
2: <laughs> got any more of that tb <laughs> <laughs> you got any more i gotta
1: have more tb <laughs> that could be totally taken out of context <laughs> <laughs> next question Will Wood did you use Zetas on Shakti's abilities knowing General Anakin Skywalker will be leading the 501st once you get him how about you
2: I asked my community before locking on this GA should I, GAC, should I Zeta my my clones and my Shakti I was strongly considering Shakti everybody said no 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 you put it all in the clones leave T alone my shock he's G twelve, and she's been sitting at G twelve. I run her with Padme actually. So, uh, yeah, did not use any Zetas. What about you? I did
1: actually right before this last GAC. I used yep. two ter- I used both of them because I already had all the. Uh, I already had all the clone Zetas. Like I had, I had fives as turn meter Zeta forever from back from heroic at. So I only needed to spend three on the clones, and I did that probably two months ago, so I mm-hmm. already built up more. I spent two on Shakti. I still have two left that I can use on Arc trooper whenever he drops, and I'll tell you what, it did work out well for me because the second round and the third round, I had two and three defends with the clones, so I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that.
2: Now, does our trooper have two Zetas? Is that
1: correct? Uh, I don't know if he has two, but I'm guessing he'll probably... Oh, well, You know what? It's easy to find out. Let's uh, take a look. Because I think, I know for sure he has one, but it feels like he had two. I got the forums up. I am bringing up the Arc yeah. kit.
2: Man, you're fast. Holy crap. This is like way faster than when I try and do this stuff. All
1: right, here we go. So he has a Zeta on his Arc Arsenal Unique. Arc Trooper has okay, so 35% one. counter. Arc Trooper always has command and summons a Blaster turret to the ally slot at the start of the encounter and when he is revived. The blaster turret will assist when ARC Trooper attacks out of turn. I think, if I had to guess, I guess, I'm guessing having command on ARC Trooper all the time would be the Zeta. But, I don't know. And if that is true, then that is definitely a Zeta you want to have. But.
2: Yeah. Looks pretty sweet. I don't know. I like these basic kids. That's just me.
1: He kind of reminds me of uh, Sith Assassin, uh, Fox, Range Trooper, one of those kits, even though he does the summon thing, which is new. His kit is very simple to understand. And he looks like a lot of fun. So we yeah. should see. Yep. So once again, me and you and I on the opposite sides of that fence, mm-hmm. you got the majority there of the community out there though. 63% of people are on your side. They're not going to give, or didn't give uh Zetas to Shakti and another 37% did give them. Uh, One thing we'll talk about in the main topic which we're about to get to is that I have a feeling that Shakti's going to get a tune-up. Not a rework but a tune-up. Because once you get GAS she kind of becomes out of the loop with the 501st clones. And Mm -hmm. the next best thing I think for her is going to be uh, Jedi Council or Galactic uh, Republic Jedi. So I wouldn't Be surprised if we saw a rework on her, and maybe those Zetas won't be wasted after all. Because a lot of people have been calling this the new uh, Grandmaster Yoda leadership Zeta. Leadership. Because you're like, hey, I used this for three weeks, and then we found out about GAS. So, I don't
2: know. Yeah. Asla came out and just made that thing obsolete. I remember
1: that. I remember all the complaints. They're like, we're going to get refunded, right? I'm like, they didn't change Yoda, so I don't think so yeah
2: kind of lame I, mean, I, I still think that's lame it is I mean, kind of rough
1: it is rough for sure yeah
2: and that was back when zetas were super rare and it's a bit easier now but
1: yeah still a little rough next question do you expect jedi council members to be reworked before or after before slash after Lightside gotb drops yes or no
2: well, considering they can't even release Light Side TV, I don't know how. I don't even know how real a rework is in this cards. I mean, that's what I'd like it. I'd like it, whether or not I think it's gonna happen, are two different things though. And what do you think?
1: I think, and I I said this a few times now, as a much like Dark Side GOTB, I expect them to get reworked, but I don't expect it to happen before we get the territory battle. I think it'll be a lot like Geonosians, where you had. Uh, the Oceans were reworked like a month after the TB came out. I think that's what we're looking at, is a delayed release on reworks after the TB actually comes out. But I do believe it'll happen. I just don't know when. And if I had to guess, I think it would be happen after. But
2: I mean, uh, when you have characters that get reworked, that's such a good feeling, man. It's just, I don't know.
1: It's... Well, I, It's great on two fronts. Well, I mean, I guess they don't make any money off spending Zetas but because you can't buy them, but you got people investing resources, and then on top of that, the community feels good because they already have these characters, right? Right. So reworks have always been good, and I guess what makes them really work for CG is that you can release new characters to make those reworks even better, like you had... Like you're gonna have arc trooper, that'll make G A S and the 501st better, or and then they make they can make their money that way. But everyone's still happy because even without that character, until you can get them, if you don't pay for them and you farm them later down the line, most of the time they're good enough reworks that they stand on their own, and you you have the time to work on them, make them good, and use them while you're waiting to get that new fresh character that you know right. some other people got. So. Yep. I love reworks. They're so fun. Geo thats the, like the biggest yeah. one.
2: GBA man, the guy does some work.
1: Yeah, and that's just like what we're talking about, right? They yeah. rework the Geo Notions and drop a new character, and that character's great. So,
2: Range Trooper as well.
1: Yeah, <sighs> Range. Gosh, love Range Trooper.
2: I wish I had him. He's one of those guys that I'm just like, wish I had.
1: I spent the time to farm him, and I have them seven star. I still don't have them geared. My Imperial troopers are lacking like huge. You just never can find time to put, put anything into those guys. You know what I mean? And then I always look forward ahead and I'm like, well, what could these guys possibly be needed for in the future? And I just don't see a path where beyond them being good counters to things, that investment will be even better, but I don't know. So
2: I get it. I want to get you.
1: them up because it's a really fun team, but man, I don't think you're if you're if you're doing well right now without them, I think you'll be all right until you do get them, and then when you do, you'll have a grand old time, grand arena old time. <laughs> it works. <laughs> Who do you think, if reworked, would be the most key members of the Jedi Council team? The answers were Mace Windu. Kaigonjin, Afi Luminara unduli Kit Fisto, Amagundi Plo Koon, and Secura
2: I think the obvious one is mace I mean, it's gotta be mace right yeah, he's just, he's the the guy that's you know the most tenure guy there that's sucks the most
1: so. he's <laughs> been reworked the most of anyone in the game as well oh yeah I think he's had two reworks full reworks and just really. Still, a bit and terrible. <laughs> like literally, the only reason anyone has him geared up at this point is because he has a capital ship.
2: I'd really like to see Aili get a nice shine here, but I don't think it's gonna, gonna happen.
1: So when I, I get know. when we get into the uh, the main topic, I'll tell you why I don't even i I don't think that she will, which is sad okay. because she's a great character, but. 99, 99 out of 103 people agreed with you and me. I also think Mace is the, probably the most important one that needs to re, be reworked, especially if you're looking at Geo, Geonosis, right? And mm. they had a battle on Geonosis. Mace kind of maybe did something in that battle that everybody remembers with a lightsaber. Mm. To Boba's <laughs> dad, ringing any bells here?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Mace... Some slicing, slicing dice? Slicing, very uh, cruel thing. (laughs)
1: Yeah. See that tear falling down Boba's face in my dreams. Poor guy, (laughs) I feel for you. Second place, surprisingly. Plo Koon. 50% of people say they think Plo Koon is also going to be a key member of that that rework, if it happens.
2: He was important in the Clone Wars, and that's...
1: You know, I never really thought about him in the live-action movies. Like, you see him a lot in the cartoon, but yeah. I saw a picture of him from the actual movies, and I just remembered that he was there and how the cartoons make these alien species look so much better than the movies did. <laughs> he did not. He was looking a little rough in uh
2: Phantom Yeah, he Menace. didn't. I don't think he had any like dialogue the whole time in the, on any of the prequel movies. Yeah, I maybe I'm wrong. But...
1: I can't remember talking. I just remember sitting in a chair in the Jedi Councils, you know, laughing at yeah. Anakin being a baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Third place, forty thir- percent of people said Kit Fisto, and so that's your top three. Uh, a lot of people. Pulling for Isla Security. Uh, security? Isla Security? <laughs> I'm giving her a job now. A title. But Isla Secura was 25%. She came in fourth. Now, yeah. It's funny. Kaigon Jin. Low, low. He has really has no place right now, but not a lot of, a uh, lot less votes than I thought he would get.
2: It's 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 hard to uh, for me. It's always whenever I see Qui Gon, I'm like, he was. I I associate all these characters that are listed on this list here with the Clone Wars animated series, and he was only in like a couple episodes of that as like a Force ghost or a flashback. So it's it's that's always weird when people include Qui Gon Jinn as Galactic Republic, but he absolutely is. It's just I don't know. I don't, I don't associate the two in my mind.
1: <laughs> just not the movie version of Galactic Republic. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. The next question is, what is your... Ex- I'll ask you th- to answer this one. What is your excitement level to learn that Kayata Mundi is the Watt Tambor reward of the new TB?
2: Do you like I'm, cone heads? I, I like Kayada Mundi. He's kind of cool-looking dude. Um, I don't like the model in-game, though. It looks totally off. I don't know. He looks like this tall, just... Giant dude, and in the model, he's like hunched in the modeling game. He's like he's hunched over, and he's like doing stuff. So, I don't know. Did the model look? Doesn't look right to me. I think they did a great job on Watt's model, but uh, I don't know. Coyote Mundi, that maybe that's a uh, maybe that's your your Galactic Republic Jedi rework key right there. That maybe he's a leader.
1: That would be interesting if he slaps as hard as he does in TB. I'll be very happy with him. Yeah, because every time that dude gets counter comes back and takes out uh you know geonosian brute (laughs) with one shot you're like please gba take a turn bring this dude back then mace shatter points and then he's dead again and everything falls apart but whatever (laughs) i don't know seven you know seven and five got the same amount so there's a lot of people right down the middle and a lot of cautious optimism uh from the community on kaya from there everything slides down sliding scale to 10 so there are a lot of people excited for uh, Kaya Mundi, but there are also a lot sitting in the middle waiting to see what his kid is uh, I have a feeling I have a feeling and I'll tell you why when we get to the next segment I have a feeling he'll be an attacker I think he'll be an attacker yeah. and I think that attackers are always fun and the way he hits in TB, I think that's going to be a huge addition just to Jedi in general on your roster. I'm super stoked for this guy. If I had to put mine, I'd put a 9. I don't know if I ever yeah. put a 10, but <laughs> 9 for sure for me.
2: I'm with it. And here's the uh,
1: here's to what you just said. There was a question to go with it. Will Kaya, um, Kaya that name, man, catching me. The Kai Mundi be key to the Council Jedi team, or do you think they'll be good without him, but better once he's unlocked?
2: Well, they gotta bait us, right? I mean, there's gotta be a little favorite. Gotta be good.
1: See, but Watt Tambor, man, not specifically a key to anything, but definitely a great addition to almost anything.
2: He's, what's cool. I, I, we just unlocked him this last time around, and I'm excited to gear him up. Just does so many cool things. I don't know. I love characters like that. Works in so, so many, they, like,
1: that's the great part, right? Like, he's one of those characters that's plug and play, not just with Separatists, but you can put him anywhere.
2: I, I just love this. Like, it, I, and I liked Hoda's kit back in the day. I mean, I, you know, I'm a Wampa guy, but Hoda was able to do some cool stuff with the Masters training. Just buffing up damage of just anybody. Mm-hmm. That, 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 stuff, that stuff's so fun, man.
1: Yeah, I'm loving it. I, I, I'm really excited to see what this dude's kit is. It'll be, will definitely be interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Best beast. All right. This <laughs> seems like a question right up your alley. Ackley, the reek, or the Nexu. Which one's uh, the best?
2: Ackley. Ackley for me. He's 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 the iconic one out of the three. That's just my choice. I don't know. Not, is there is there oh we can't talk spoilers i'll shut up
1: <laughs> we will at the end yes which one was the reek uh he is the oh i, the typed, rhino. <laughs> I don't know if you have the pot i don't know if you have the podcast up i typed in reek just to uh get a picture of it <laughs> that's not, not the reek we're looking for <laughs> not the reek we're looking for. he has a he is a pretty terrible beast though yeah <laughs> There you, oh, okay. okay, there you go. I don't know, man. I think the Nexus is pretty awesome. The little cat guy, cat guy, and I'm not a cat guy, but the cat <laughs> guy is pretty cool. So, but if yeah. we were gonna go wide frame here, best beast is obviously Wampa. So
2: Wampa, yeah, yeah. What are we, what are we talking
1: about? <laughs> I don't even know why. If I, <laughs> but here's the thing, right? Shattered Order podcast uh, poll. If I'd put Wampa in there. You know what would happen? Yeah. Well, if it was a
2: if, if it was a if it was a hall pole and you put the best beast, you'd have to be the beauty and the beast of Gamu.
1: Yes. <laughs> Gamu in there, but he's a yeah. person. No, he's a beast.
2: He's a all beast.
1: <laughs> all right. Um. Let's see here. I'm gonna have to pull this out. That's a terrible thing to say on a podcast. I'm going to have to pull <laughs> this tab of my Chrome browser out. There, that's better. Um yeah, so Jedi Jedi Council reworks. So I want to talk about what I expect to happen. Uh you might not have thought about that this, this is what you're getting when you came to the podcast today, but with no communication really at all this week, I wanted to talk some theory crafting, some uh guesswork i guess uh as you said earlier some group think group think tank we'll do some group yep. think tank here uh i want to talk about jedi council rework thoughts but before we get there a good a good introduction experiment i guess would be to ask you this what do you think needs to be added to the tuscan faction to make them good if they were to add two more Tuskins, what and rework the ones that are there. What types of things do you think they need to be a good team?
2: They need a tank, first and foremost. They don't got a tank. So, I think they in the in the code they have uh Geo or Tuscan brute, which I believe is their tank that they've never released. And they need some sort of hive mind like faction, and this should be like single file or like almost like a uh what I've always thought about, if I was theory crafting the Tuskins, would be um, the line that Old Ben says they'll be soon be back and in greater numbers. Where maybe they get like stacks of greater numbers, where when you knock them down, you have to go through a couple series of cycles of Tuskins. That's a little bit like it's a little bit like uh, B one mechanic, maybe something like that. Back mm-hmm. in greater numbers, uh, but they need a tank and they need some sort of like hive mind mechanic or. Mechanic that is specific to the Tuscans faction.
1: It would make sense to me something very. Kind of like they did, like you were saying, Hive Mine. Um, Night Sisters got that debuff, the health debuff. It makes mm-hmm. sense for them to get something like that that sets them apart and puts interest on them. Because obviously no one's had any interest in them. Well,. Let me take that. Almost, back. Almost <laughs> there are people, <laughs> but if you were to look at the characters that have been relicked, you are gonna find a lot of Tuscans at the bottom there. And there is, yeah, it's just because you got a three-man team. We're not running three v three Grand Arena yet, right? <laughs> so they're not being used that much. So I am with you, man. I can't wait. And I here is a funny thing. I don't know if you I've ever told you this. You heard it on the podcast, but you ever heard here of the star Wars collectible card game back in oh, the yeah. day. I used to play it, man. You me too. I still have all my cards. I'm me like, too. but I, I remember trading, uh, Darth Vader for about six or seven rares and a few ultra rares of t- the Tuscans to make a Tuscan deck because the, they were the new hotness I didn't really care about my Darth Vader card, and I ran a Tuscan Raider deck for, like, months, and I loved it. It's awesome. I love awesome, man. some Tuscan Raiders. So if they did uh, rework those guys, I'd be all over it.
2: Yeah. Um, so i be cool for it. That's, a, that's just a cool to, faction, you know? Dan, I, I don't want to tell you, though. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I think the Darth Vader card from the original set is one of the most expensive cards that you can own now.
1: Yeah, the problem. The pro Yeah, the problem is now at this point I have. At least it was the white border, not the black border.
2: Oh, okay, okay. So it's got to be original. Got to be original, yeah, Dan. Uh, I got. We're good.
1: I still have my Lando, Han, Princess Leia, Lobot. Yeah, I got the Lobot card. Oh yeah, to, maybe I'll send it to you. I got a few got of one. them. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know how much all those are worth if they equal a Darth Vader, but who knows. <laughs> Yeah, they just look cool.
2: They do look you cool. Know? All
1: right, so now that we've talked a little bit about Tuskins and what makes a team good, I'm gonna I want to talk about what makes a good meta diverse team, right? What are like the main things? So I'm gonna list a few, and you tell me what you think I missed. All right. Let's say for one, you got you want a tank. You want a tank that's going to be able to soak up damage. You got a mm-hmm. Like a taunting tank, most likely. Uh, though there are ways around that, I say. Like Magnaguard puts stealth on everyone but himself, so he's kind of he's kind of taunting. He also has a taunt, but he doesn't have a pre-taunt. That's the way he pre-taunts in a match. There's a lot of different ways to make a tank tank, and uh, I think in a meta diverse team, you you want a tank, a variable letting, tank, letting someone run roughshod through your entire team. Usually doesn't end up well, it might work on offense, but that defense it never goes well. Like, yeah. uh, I run the GG nuke team, and mm-hmm. uh, if I leave it in on defense, uh, I usually drop into the 150s from the 20s. <laughs> yeah, so you're gonna want some defense if they're just running rough shot on offense, it's it makes it a lot harder every day. So, you want to tank. You want some kind of heals, doesn't necessarily have to be a healer, but someone that can keep the team alive and going. Um,
2: Passive heal, preferably.
1: Yeah, for, for, like, think of like one of the best examples recently I can think of is that Man buff, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have a healer, uh, a named healer. It's not a person sitting in that healer rank, because GBA is a support, I believe. But he does keep the team alive, has a heal to be used when that's not working. You want to have some kind of heals on your team. Absolutely. Uh, and maybe the most important is damage. Because thinking about the Jedi Council or the Galactic Republic Jedi, even if the Jedi had all the things we are going to mention right now, they would failed to be a great team because they hit softer than the Ewoks. So they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. To be meta-diverse, you need to be able to kill something. If you can't hit hard, you're not even going to get through Malak, for example. Yeah, That dude will just eat you alive.
2: I mean, you almost have to have a good burst damage character Uh, to... A good burst da- single-shot burst damage character is very important. It doesn't have to so much be AoE, but just be able to do over 50,000 in a single strike. I think it's something like that's pretty important.
1: Yeah, because you can go one way or the other, but... Because if you have a mass assist, that works against a lot of characters and then works against you against other certain characters. So you want someone that's going to be able to do it himself or someone or like a mass attack. Just any type of good damage on your team is going to keep them in there. Mace should fit that role. Oh, you just wait, Ian. I got ideas. I I got ideas. Cleanses and dispels. Need a way to keep debuffs off your team and buffs off the opposite team. This is uh, especially huge for. So think about. This isn't necessarily a cleanser or dispel, but think about what made as leader when it came out so good. Uh, Tenacity out of the game. Palpatine was... teams no longer yep. dropping all those debuffs on your team and uh, gaining all that turn meter. Finding a way to keep those things off of you not only can hinder the other team, but keeps your team in the fight. No ability blocks on your team gives you a lot more options, obviously. I'm stating obvious things here, but you know what I'm saying, right?
2: Yeah, gotcha. And Wink just checked into the chat.
1: Oh, boy. Aloha from Maui. What's up, Wink? What is good? Enjoying those last few days of his his honeymoon yes i'm I'm jealous though maui that's a good time
2: yeah never been <laughs> always wanted to go
1: oh man to do a live stream out there get you out there
2: <laughs>
1: the ability to get around tanks and finish off low characters i don't think that that's necessarily uh absolutely needed but uh i don't think that's absolutely necessary but it is always helpful counters is another one i feel like uh super helpful absolutely not some of these can be interchanged one without the other doesn't mean they're bad team but i got another one but i want to see if you guess it because i asked a few people and this is the one that they all told me so putting you on the spot you have any other ones that you can think
2: of revive maybe
1: Ooh, that's one I had not thought of. Revive is definitely a good one. And it's funny is when I started making this list, the first team I thought of as a really good team to base this list off of was the Jedi Knight Revan team. And I didn't even think of Rev- revives. So that's I another good one. Think of, I mean, uh, I mean, think of a... Think of a... Think of a Kaigon Jin basic or a...
2: TMR GMR.
1: There you go. TMR yep. is the one, another one, some kind of TM, turn meter manipulation. Whether it's gaining turn meter on your team through different actions or taking it away from the other team.
2: TMR is great, man. Uh, I, I think they've kind of gone away from TMR, though. I think many say that they didn't want to have any, any more kids because it's it too problematic with like raid bosses and stuff like that.
1: It seems like they've moved away from TMR and more into the category of turn meter. Addition, I guess, making ways to gain more tournament for your team without taking it from the other team, right? Which you know it works, but it's hard to keep the other team from going as often. But you know, if that's the way things are going or moving, that's fine because then everyone's doing it. So, yep, I don't know. Any other thoughts on some of the things that make teams great? I like that Reva, I'm gonna write that in here because.
2: I, also, I, I don't want to see a revive. I could tell you that. I mean, they make <laughs> that, that Joe Lee meta was oh, oh my God. gosh.
1: Mix Joe Lee with the fact, with Salvation, and that's what made it really rough. Yeah. Because you already got one revive coming and you don't have to do anything. So you can't just target Joe Lee and take him out to end his master revive. You got to take yeah. out someone else because Joe Lee was just a tank somehow. I don't know.
2: That, that that was I mean just having you describe it, it's just unbearable, man. I don't know. <laughs> you bring the wrong
1: worst. you bring the wrong team against them, and you're not gonna have a good time. It's just yeah. that all that revive, it's crazy. I'm with you, man. I don't want to see too much more of it, but it is a thing, and it does happen. So what would a Jedi Council team look like? Who are the most obvious choices? Now, I went and did some Wikipedia research here to find out who of these characters was actually on the Jedi Council. Now, they've got Kaigon Jin, Isla Secura, Barasafi, Luminara Unduli, and Ima Gundi. All were not on the Jedi Council. So, yeah, that sounds right. That surprised me. I thought Luminara was. And now I was basing my what I was thinking about for this team on the fact that, you know, a good team needs heals. Well, if you got Luminara in there, you've got a good chance at a rework on her that's gonna make her a much better healer than she is now. But unless it's a Galactic Republic Jedi rework and not a council rework, odds are she's not gonna be the she's not the one you're looking for. So I don't know. It's crazy though to think of how many of these uh how I many of these guys weren't on the council, but were huge in the cartoons, yeah, yeah. well not yeah, uh, I not know. I'm a gun he's I'm a gun die is
2: I'm gonna die yeah, <laughs> he, he didn't was.
1: last that long
2: i remember i dude, I remember when this game first came out, I had to go find the episode where he was in. I was like so excited, I'm like, this guy's a Nickto. he's so cool, and then he <laughs> was, he was no longer
1: and then he was <laughs> a cool ghost. <laughs>
2: So here's we're going. No, i was just thinking. Yeah, it's tough to separate the two. That well, Qui Gon was on the council. Yeah, he was, I guess. No. No, he was it? not.
1: He was not. Surprisingly.
2: It enough. was just. It was just. It was just Plo, i Our Plo, Mundi, Mace, and Yoda. Bit?
1: Oh. missed. You missed a couple. So here you go. Plo Koon, Mace Windu. Kai Automundi, Eth Koth, Shakti, Kit Fisto, Yoda, Anakin Skywalker. Those are your Jedi in the game that were on the council.
2: You're on the council, but you not grant you grant you the rank of master. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So you, I yeah, guess yeah. he's
1: in a subcategory of the council, but he was there. <laughs> so uh. Now you've got a group of let's say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys. So you got a little you got a little wiggle room. Now I don't see Yoda or Anakin getting any more reworks, so you can toss no. them out for reworks. Um, but if I had we don't know of Mundi, so I'm gonna keep him out of this for now. But assume that whatever he gets is gonna add to. I have ideas of what he will do and I'll share those with right. you. But we'll focus on Kar, Mace Windu, Plo Koon, Koth, Shakti, and Kit Fisto. And just assume that you could throw Yoda and Anakin in there for extra damage if you need it. But most, most of the time, you're probably going to keep Yoda with JKR. That just seems to... It may not fit thematically, but that just seems like what most people are going to do. And then Anakin you're probably not going to pull him off of Padme and friends. So, yeah. You're At that, at that point, you're working with Mace, Plo, Ethcoth, Shakti, Kitfisto, and Kai No, uh, okay. Which one of those would you say is the best?
2: The best in terms of... <laughs> which one has what, the what best
1: is... current kit?
2: A mace... It's, it's, it was Shakti, of course. It's not even close, right?
1: One of the new ones. Think of all those yeah. old kits yeah. in there, right? Yeah. Just it's not even close. Absolutely hot garbo. So yeah. you're looking for some... You're looking for some reworks here. So here... Here's where the deep, deep theory crafting begins and where people can disagree and throw out their ideas. Cause I really want to hear what you guys think about this. Uh, but Mace Windu instant, instantly the first person I think of almost a hundred percent of people say he needs to be the center of a council team. Uh, so first things first, that leader ability, Kai will have the best kit uh, is, but it's what was said in chat. And I completely agree. He'll be the newest character. He'll have the best kit, but hopefully these reworks can put them up on par if they happen
2: but I'll well, just I mean just look at what they did for Anakin I mean JKA he's he's a he's a machine now dude that's possible
1: oh yeah absolutely cuz do you remember the days when he would expose himself
2: and <laughs> Double <that's>... expose himself
1: <laughs> <laughs> constantly exposing himself like just why would I want that yeah you know that rework was, was great. So, totally agree. Kameis Windu, leader ability needs updated. First off, I'm going to pop this out, put it up here.
2: Is it an offense? Doesn't he grant like 30% offense to Jedi? Is that what it is?
1: It is very close to that. I'm going to bring it up on the pod or on the uh, stream so people could see it. Give me. Two seconds. Mace Windu. And here you go. All right, so basic... Or no, we're talking about his leader. Jedi allies gain 20% offense and 9% crit chance, and they recover 5% of their max health when scoring a crit hit. 5% of your max health. Are you really helping yourself at that point? That leader (laughs) ability has to be updated. And it won't be just these things. I think it'll be... A lot more than that what it is i don't know but i think that mace is without a doubt the leader uh oh yeah of yeah. this group and so you gotta have him now assumed leader what do you think all right well i already asked that basic needs to be reworked currently based on percent health which when protection was introduced made these types of abilities almost worthless so basically his ability says If Mace is above 50% health, this attack deals 50% more damage. If Mace is below 50% health, he recovers health equal to 70% of the damage dealt. That's part of what makes Mace's basic completely worthless. You know what I mean? You remember back in the day when Royal Guard was just a badass taunting tank? Because if anyone went below 50% health, he was suddenly a massive problem. But then they introduced protection and if you pretty much, if you got down to health, you were one-shotting them in most, with the good characters. So he would
2: never... We showed up.
1: Yes, exactly. So percentage health-based attacks are so outdated that there's no way that that can't be updated. Now they got, now if they were to do like, once you lose your protection, something happens. Like if you were under, if you have zero protection, Then you get the extra bonus. If you're over protection, then something happens. That would make sense, but... Basic needs updated. Special does nothing special. (laughs) Deal special damage to target enemy and remove all positive status effects. Think about that, okay? So his special is a a dispel. A single-person dispel. Shakti does it on her basic without having to worry about it. So... My... My proposition for Mace, give him shatter point that he has in Territory Battles. Yeah. Right? But use it, make it as special with a large cooldown. So basically, he can't do it every time he basics. It's a special now that you add shatter point on someone, and the next time if you hit them, they're gone. They can dispel it. They can get rid of it. But if they can't, you kill them. Give it like a four-turn cooldown so you can continue to use it But that would instantly make him better. Right? Yeah. Because if you upped his damage a little bit, added that, then that would be perfect, I think, for him. If he could do a little bit of damage, now he's got as a, what is he? He's listed as a tank. So he's not going to be doing great damage anyway. But if he had a way to basically annihilate, I think that would be leagues better for his kit.
2: Yeah, I feel like he's missing like another unique. I feel like they'd have to give him a, just a flat out like he's too iconic. I mean, this this kit feels so I don't know. Like almost he needs another a whole another ability here.
1: Right? One special, one unique that's not great. 45% chance to expose a random enemy at the end of his turn. End of his turn. Yeah. So, it's just needs work, but I think If they updated the leadership to work with the council, gave them Shatterpoint, you'd already be in a way better place. And obviously they'd update the other special and his basic. And at that point now you've got a good character. And a good leader to to start off this team. Now I said two chances to build a tank for this team between him and Plo. Uh... I said Mace could be the best idea making him like Crew or Bosk. but I actually after I wrote that I started looking into Plo Koon's kit and I think Plo Koon would actually be the better tank because Plo Koon if you didn't know Mace and Plo Koon are both tactics tanks not yep. a lot of them in the game but they are tanks they can be converted to taunting tanks and I think Plo Koon could become that you know we talked about what makes a meta diverse team you need a tank right I think mm-hmm. Plo Koon could be that guy because he's already listed as a tank and a lot of his abilities do uh, tanky-like things, and I'll tell you what I mean.
2: He's got that dispel on basic conditional dispel, and uh, yes. he's got the defensive up, right? That yeah. is
1: it. That's part of the reason I think that he is conditioned with not a whole lot to his rework to make him a tank because he's, like you said... Uh, his basic has a fifty percent chance to to dispel all positive effects. Um, and if he dispels any effects, he gains defense up for three turns. Three turns. So I think that his it needs to lose the percentage to dispel all positive effects and just dispel like so many already have. Don't make it conditional. If you're gonna have everyone else do it, there's no need for him to have a conditional reason for this. Now, if you go, and that means, you know, if he gets def- def- defense up every time he dispels something, uh, there are still ways for him to not get defensive up, defense up. Like, for say, example, if he's on defense and you hit him, or he takes a turn and he hits someone with foresight, he's not going to get defense up. So there, it's not yeah. like it's an automatic defense up. But if you use it correctly, you can get defensive up. Defense up, which is great on the tank, uh could add gaining taunt for one turn every time he dispels on his basic so you basically give him defense up and taunt for a turn so now you're now you're building a different type of tank or taunt these words need to come out of my mouth (laughs) now you're building a new type of tank right one that will taunt every time he uses his basic if it dispels on that basic
2: oh that's kind of cool i like that
1: Uh, First special seems solid His first special is Deal special damage to all enemies With a 70% chance to inflict Offense down for 3 turns So if you're a tank You don't want them with more offense Putting offense down makes sense Uh, Could use a damage buff But does offense down to the entire opposite team Helpful again for a tank trying to stay alive Second special is pretty good as well But could use a few more buffs added to it So his second special is all allies gain defense up for four turns. Clone and Jedi allies gain 50% turn meter. And all other allies gain half that amount. I think that if you added to that um, counter, it would be perfect. Because then he could counter when he's hit, which would keep up his taunt. So it wouldn't require him, unless you gave him a straight counter uh, in a unique this is a way to get him countering to keep his taunt up and a way for the opponent team to clear that taunt off him much easier because it's not, uh, if you take off the counter, he's not going to be taunting as much. Does that makes sense?
2: Yeah. My only hesitation here with these less these two specials is that I really feel like the chef should be undispellable at this point because it's, it's just, there's so many cleanses in the game right now and this stuff just gets wasted. Like, I'm just reading this and I'm like, stuff would be cleansed immediately by something. I almost feel like some of this stuff should be undispellable.
1: Right. Which is why maybe a counter would be better and a unique for him. Yeah. Uh, he, but here's another thing about Plo Koon. He doesn't even have a unique.
0: Um, he has a that later right, huh?
1: ability and two specials. So he has to get a unique. I said, yeah. possibly add something. So even if you didn't give him a counter, uh, this is my way to say okay so you're dispelling his you're dispelling the counter that he put up on everyone uh if you gave him a unique something like echo where he can assist attacking council jedi that would keep his taunt up like give him like a 50 a chance to attack with any other jedi on the team and if he does end up getting pulled there's a pretty good chance that he's going to taunt for a turn gotcha so even if you lost that counter, there's still a way for him to keep his taunt up. I think he's a great ch- idea for a taunt. And now your guy, Eth Koth, your guy. My guy, my gear 11 guy. Your guy. <laughs> <laughs> he has a lot of anti-droid abilities, uh, which are great for light side GOTB, but who really cares about them anywhere else? I think yep. it would be cool to keep them, but make them better. Uh Make him better overall outside fighting droids. And uh, let's see here. Heathcoth.
2: You know, what they could do with these guys is just... Any of these old guys would just need a 50%, more than 50%, like just a rebalancing of their damage. And they wouldn't have to do a whole lot if they just did that.
1: Like even if they changed their... What do they call those? Archetypes? yeah like if you were to make Ploku a tank for example and take him off a tactics tanks to a strength tight tank like every other tank now yeah. you're instantly he's got more health and protection he's gonna be better off at being protected or even if some of the attackers if you could change those things that'd that would be huge for them and I'm with you man you gotta they gotta do something because as far as we've seen with reworks we never really see them say we upped this person's base stats. And if they yeah. do, they never say it. So, you got to do something to change stats.
0: Yeah.
1: But I think I think Eeth Koth is the guy that you would want uh, to add the cleanse to. Maybe a he only has one special, so there's a chance you could add a second special to him to cleanse your team.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: with his anti droid synergies and a cleanse, he'd instantly become more viable, and with more damage to his abilities, make make him a sport worth having on the team i already think that if these were to go live you'd probably w- already want to get rid of him. i don't even know like i i have him at gear 11 i never ever use him and i never even he thought has about a
2: leader i didn't even know this he has a leader ability holy crap
1: yeah it's one of those there's so many leader abilities like this jedi allies gain 60 defense so there's so many leader abilities they were just like let's throw a leader ability on this guy give him defense yeah all right well there it is all right well last up kit fisto i like this dude i've always liked I like this him dude. Too. i like his yeah, he look good i like the uh the the green dreadlocks you know he's just a cool looking guy i think he should become the healer Or maybe I just think I like this idea for a kit and this would make sense. But he's the only attacker in the group unless Kai Ademundi becomes one. He's the only attacker in the whole group. So you need him to do the damage. But how many attackers do we have in the game that are also healers? Or do the healing on a team? Uh I'm trying to think of any that are out there.
2: Someone with a lot of doesn't Padme team heal up when it takes I don't know she adds
1: protection up right yeah but I think she's a support is she yeah she's an attacker
2: oh, you're right she's a support I don't know
1: so Shakti has a special that can heal but that's it at the moment On this, for all these people I think that uh, you make him heal his team for a portion of his attacks with a unique I oh. think adding a way for him to spread, basically, with his attacks. He's got that awesome force push, right? Yeah. If somehow when he did that, had animation, bring something back to the team or something. Buff his damage so that he can be relied on specifically as one of the main attackers of the team, because he's the only one listed as an attacker. And added a dispel all to his one special AoE, that might be too much if he's healing everyone all the time. But you got to have a healer on this team, and I don't know who it would be for the council because there is no healer on the team. There are none of those dudes we listed before heal.
2: No, I'm trying to think. I think Eve Koth probably what? makes the most sense. I don't know. He just I don't know yeah. how you can justify that, though. Everything we saw from Kit Fisto, he was an attacker, though.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, he took on Palp, or uh, Chancellor Palpatine, Darth Sidious, one-on-one, and then he took on Grievous uh, in the Clone War cartoon. I don't know.
1: Basically, he just being a badass all the time.
2: Yeah. I mean, if Pal- they could put Palp flying a shuttle in our game, I'm sure they can figure out, to make him a healer, if they really wanted to.
1: Joker says Ahsoka and Chirrut. I don't think either of them are... Well, I don't think either of them are attackers.
2: But I think he's saying that they heal team based on damage they output.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Chirrut, does Chirrut do that? I know he heals on... He has an equalized heal. I doesn't, think
2: doesn't he, he probably heals Baze. Yeah. On damage.
1: I don't know, man. I just feel like I'm not going to rehash all of that, but it feels like we're talking about what makes a team good. It seems like all those types of things are what we need to see from this team to be good. And I don't know how they get to that point, but these would be good starts, I think.
2: Yeah, it's tough, man. Cause I, I think that basically what we're describing is everything it's going to take for a team to be exist in this modern meta that we live in. Be valuable, so it takes all those things. It takes some sort of unique mechanic. It takes a healer, a tank, it support characters, passive healing. It takes it all. So uh, yeah, I'm with you.
1: So out of out of curiosity, are you going to work on your Jedi before Lightside Geo?
2: I'm uh, I'm 100 in ships right now, man. So that's unless I get. I'll start an indication that something's going to change. I got to wait. My ship's good.
1: I'm I'm in the same boat, man. I th- the only reason I haven't even started on them is because there's just so much other stuff right now to work on. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. It's tough to. Uh, I'd rather have General Anakin Skywalker than right. worry about a what if with these guys right now. So it's all Gear 13 for those guys that I feel are important for that. But. Here's the advantage I have.
2: Uh
1: My alt account, I don't care. I just do everything that I wouldn't do on my main account, I do it on my alt account. And the only ones I don't have at Gear 12 yet are are Kit Fisto and Amagundi. All the rest are Gear 12. I think almost all of my named Jedi on my alt are Gear 12. So if they do get reworked, I will be able to tell you how that goes.
2: (laughs) That's awesome man
1: i, I, I always,
2: yeah I always wanted uh I'm a Gundy to be good he had such a cool unique leadership ability for the Jedi when they all sucked I don't know I always had a special place in my heart for that guy
1: yep love making those love making those uh those leader abilities that no one even thinks about interesting mm-hmm. so we'll see what happens but I'm excited to get to that point, but who knows. I'm excited for any information right now. Right. <laughs> I would love to hear anything at this point.
2: Yeah. I think they're going to go on holiday halfway through December, and it's going to be on cruise control till mid-January. So hopefully, we have a lot of new stuff coming out.
1: Yep, I agree. I agree. All right. Well, before we get into Mandalorian, because I know we've been waiting for that, <laughs> our friend Teshkaran has... Prepared three trivia questions for you and I. All right. Yeah. So, do you have a do you have a window open over there? Yeah,
2: like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Give me the link.
1: Quiz uh, Quiz is.
2: Quiz. Dot com.
1: Quiz. So it's q u i z i z z dot com slash join. Quizzes right. dot com. There. And for everybody else out there in chat land, same website. I'll give out the code here in two seconds. The code for this week is 410708. 410708. Why do I not have this on the stream? All right, there it is. 410708. Click that join button and we'll get started. Enter your name done all right so what is it? we'll do is i'll ask the question you pick your answer and then we'll figure out if who of us got it right all right <laughs> it's supposedly it's riddles three riddles so that'll be interesting yeah all right. i started it three two one go here's your question or your riddle battle bees versus hyenas marquees have obeyed our subpoenas it might not be clear but soon will be near by this date we farm them for arena and then it's got dates January 16th, December 25th, December 18th and January 1st (laughs) I have no idea what are we talking about here Read it one more time before we... All right. Battle bees versus hyenas. Marquis have obeyed our subpoenas. It might not be clear, but soon will be near. By this date, we farm them for arena. You know what? I know what the answer is. I'm pretty sure. No, that's the wrong date. I don't know.
2: By this date, we farm them for arena. And what are the dates?
1: January 16th, December 25th, December 18th, and January 1st. I have no idea, so I'm going to I have, guess. I, have, I have no idea. Tesh are you in the chat? Tell us what you mean by this. I selected January 1st. It said January 16th. What's happening on January 16th? Joker said he understood. Joker, please explain to us. All right. Second question.
2: I guessed, and I got it right.
1: Yeah? You guessed the furthest out one? January 16th? Yeah. Well, aren't you lucky. Already beating me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. HT and hyphen B share this feature that typically applies to creatures. We two ships alone recover this way, though it's not primarily what keeps you at bay. BTLB and HT can auto-taunt. BTLB and HT can heal health. BTLB and HT gain bonus protection passively. Hmm. Oh my gosh. I got it wrong. I got it wrong too I didn't think Hyena could heal health Hmm. I picked uh, Auto Taunt
2: Well I knew uh, it was an Auto Taunt Because I just bought the BTL
1: BTL doesn't Auto Taunt? No What do we mean by Auto Taunt? That's the real question I'm not thinking of a
2: Variable Taunt Like uh, it automatically comes without using an ability
1: Okay BTL doesn't do that? Where does his Taunt come from?
2: he's got an ability is special
1: okay what did i think he did i thought it was when people got valor, he toned
2: maybe but i don't think so i don't know
1: (laughs) yeah it's been a minute it's been two weeks i've forgotten everything goldfish memory all right third question quite quite different from btlb this trait belongs to high make it rhyme dan oh he knows me too well Quite different from BTLB. This trait belongs to he, not regenerating and not necromancing. By this manner, I do my by this manner do I do the tanking. Heal when vultures die. Taunt every turn. Extra protection. Mega high defense.
2: By this manner, I do do the. T- I do the team?
1: Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I know which one it is. Pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> I might tie you here. Or I might click this and get, be totally wrong. Oh, I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the answer, All right. the answer to that question is why I didn't think he healed health, because he has just ridiculous defense. Like, when he's in a full team of Separatists and droids. He gets like 50% defense for every one of them. Right. Yeah, it's
2: crazy. Those are some tough questions. I feel like they were easier last time I did it.
1: (laughs) They weren't riddles. We weren't trying to figure out what the actual question was. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to have to ask Tish what the heck was going on with that first one. (laughs) Oh, he said they become farmable. That's what the first question was. Uh Ah, yeah. Oh, good job, Joker. Okay, well, let's go ahead and move into what we've been waiting for. So if you're in the chat and you have not watched Mandalorian, this is your warning. We are going to talk about Mandalorian Episode 1, so if you don't want to hear about it, I'm telling you to leave now. That way you can't blame me if you get a spoiler. Now, if you come in afterwards, after I've said this, then maybe that would be my fault. But I'll update I'll update the Twitch, uh, the Twitch uh, topic. But we're going to talk about Mandalorian now. So if you want to leave, we understand. It was nice having you here. And we will see you next time. Until then, we're going to talk about something that's been the elephant in this room the entire podcast so yes yes all right let's go fall in order let's do it a on a scale of one to, i can't wait for the next episode where, where are you at
2: i'm a 10 man uh 100 10 i like the only thing that threw me off a little bit was the ratio stands at the beginning i was like that eh, just felt a little weird but then it was like i don't know I'm just so excited how they treated uh, the IG unit, spinning around, pivoting, like just the usage of practical effects. Uh, I'm a ten, man. It's just everything feels good, and then the climax, of course. Ah, uh, just <laughs> like did not see that
1: coming. I want to take a second on the IG11 thing. These droids, you've seen them before. You look at IG88, and you mm-hmm. always wondered what was this dude capable of. And now you finally see one in action and realize just yes. how crazy badass IG88 had to be, right? Yeah. Because I mean, that character was awesome. Now I I really hope he comes back. I don't know if he will, but him just telling us he was going into self-destruct mode every 10 seconds was cracking me up the entire that entire scene.
2: Well, just just the the amount of I- the animation with that where he was contorting his arms and spinning around and uh, just how they piece that whole scene together like that was the most amazing thing for the whole thing for me it was just like like you said we saw a very just stiff IG-88 on the bridge of the Star Destroyer and then you see this guy spinning around Mm -hmm. and just like I I don't know it's just like I just try and imagine how they storyboarded that out and how they had to direct the animation on that like it just it's just a marvel of this uh, movie making at that point.
1: I can say this much. I had high hopes for the show simply because John Favreau was was a is he a director or writing? I don't know what he's he's involved in it. and after starting up the Marvel franchise with the the Iron Man movies, I knew that we were probably in a good place having him in charge and first episode. Definitely did not disappoint in that. Nick Nolte as an Ugnaut. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have spoken.
2: Yeah. I, 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 well, the point we did it. We did a reaction show on my channel. And then the point I wanted to make about that Ugnaut was that looks better than any of the CGI aliens that existed in the prequels. Better than any of the CGI or any of the the aliens that came out of the the, the sequels. It just it looked like classic star Wars. And there's just something about natural lighting on even like something that's animatronic. Like, you know, the hug was.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
2: just something about natural lighting. That makes it just real. I'd rather see like puppetry than CGI to be quite honest.
1: No, I agree. It's, it's, it's hard to recreate natural things and having it natural lighting on actual things. It makes it, makes it look that much better. And yeah. I'm right there with you because you see him the entire time and then about the only the only wonky CGI I saw in the whole episode was when the Mandalorian was mounting the blurg. Yeah. That looked a little wonky, but it wasn't enough for me to hate it or anything. It's like
2: and it was it was just when it was really super close up on that blurg. Mm-hmm and it looked kind of dobackish kind of like you know from the original or the re-release of of the original trilogy mm. kind of like a doback you know.
1: I I think I like dobacks dobacks better than mini T-Rexes right <laughs> the blurgs are a, were a little weird but everyone seems to love them i don't hate them i just think that dobacks yeah. are so awesome even when they like, introduce those
2: man yeah yeah it's just it's just like basically a nitpick right like i don't know for me, like, it was just the nitpick was Horatio Sands, and then... Who did you know, Horatio watched... play?
1: Because I don't even remember. Was he the he the first the bounty? Guy. Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, the first bounty.
1: Has he lost weight?
2: Yeah, he lost a lot of weight. That was insane.
1: Sure. Kind of like a... Never mind. I can't remember the guy. The guy from Superbad. Second... Oh, Seth
2: Rogen. Is it Seth Rogen? Oh, no. Jonah Hill. Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill,
1: yeah. Jonah Hill looks nothing like he used to. Yeah. so i could see horatio doing the exact same thing that's why i didn't even <laughs> realize it was him
2: and then, then they had the guy from big bang theory the, the uber driver and i was like oh that's you know i was just fine. fine
1: yeah it was cool to see go from to the old throwback uh, land speeder breaking down yeah
2: <laughs> and I, I, I what i liked about that whole thing was uh He's like a huge Star Wars fan, the actor that played it in real life. He's just like, I'm canonized now, guys. And he posted to his Twitter, and he was like, <laughs> it was show. It was like showing a picture of him dying. He's oh like, I'm, I'm canonized. I'm That's like, awful. yeah, it must be a thrill.
1: Yeah, you're like, you're never coming back
2: though. Yeah. That
1: dude, the a uh, couple things. First off, the the creature that looked like a walrus under the ice oh, looked yeah. like a, a sea serpent walrus. That thing was awesome. Yeah. Apparently Mando does just doesn't give a crap. He's just gonna poke it in the eye. He's gonna <laughs> hang out of his ship and poke it in the eye. Yeah. And then the other thing, I think one of the this this to me was the biggest thing of the first episode beyond the swerve at the end. And that is the Mandalorian clan being yes. a thing. Because you thought he was going to be this lone wolf, uh, you know, desperado, you know, yep. cowboy in the wild west and turns out he's actually part of clan. He's working with his clan to bring them back to prominence. And uh, and then the scene inside of the inside of their forge, I guess, where it's it's almost like worship when he's down on his knees handing in the handing in the yeah. s- Beskar steel building his armor. I mean I'm lo- looking forward to learning more about the Mandalorian, that group of Mandalorians, at least.
2: Yeah. For me, that was the moment when I was like, oh, oh shit, this is good. (laughs) This is really, really good. When he was putting the the, the shoulder pad on and the music's like climaxing and stuff. Like, it just was great. I was like, this is Star Wars, man. And it's like, as a guy who, I played like the Star Wars RPG way back in the day, like the pen and paper RPG. Mm Mm-hmm. And we we learned all about, like, you know, Ma- Mandalorian armor and why it's so special, and, uh, you know. It's cool that they're kind of exploring this idea of him piecing together his armor, and maybe each season he'll get a little bit more, and then eventually he'll have the full suit.
1: Yeah, that would be sweet. And people were complaining about... One of the complaints I saw was there wasn't a lot of character development in the first episode, but to me... You got enough hints that there's stuff going on that's going to happen over the season to develop the character that I wasn't worried about that first episode. Yeah. First episodes are so hard to get right. And I feel like even though people have those minuscule uh, thoughts on that first episode, overall the entire episode was knocked it out of the park and everybody wants can't wait till Friday.
2: I, I don't know how you can complain about that to be quite honest. It felt... So good, just well written and well like executed, and I I, I had no complaints about the character development. I just felt like I felt like the the Empire guy uh was what was his name Warner Herzog that guy uh, who was you know bounty hunter is a complicated profession like wouldn't you agree like that guy's like acting was just top notch like I don't know mm-hmm. man it, it was intriguing it, the one guy was the the weird scientist guy that popped out with the glasses. One of my guys in the community was like, I just don't get the glasses in Star Wars. You don't see that a whole lot, so maybe that's a little weird.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> you really don't see glasses yeah. a lot.
2: I mean he looked like some like uh, you know, like Nazi from freaking Indiana Jones or something kinda. Like, well, I don't know, get the weird glasses.
1: You do got a Marvel guy riding in Star Wars. Maybe he was he was mixing his Hydra in.
2: There you go. M- making, a little bit the, like that.
1: making the Empire look a little bit Hydra ish. Wouldn't even be surprised. But did you notice something that people are pointing out that they, he had a patch on his shoulder that was very it looked a lot like there wasn't a great shot of it, but it looked a lot like the Camino patch that all the clones wear.
2: Yeah, I, I think that could make sense. I mean, if they're trying to get Yoda, then maybe that makes sense. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, I, I'm fine with that notion. It kind of ties the original trilogy and with the prequels and, you know, kind of it kind of ties it all together. That's what I've always wanted for Star Wars to do is to really do a good job of tying it together. So if they bring in clones and Kamino, like maybe maybe it could all work. I don't know.
1: The one thing I'm really worried about, if it is a clone thing and it's a clone of Yoda or Yaddle, the only two of that species we even know about, is that we're not that far off from The Force Awakens and there's not supposed to be any other jedi left. So if if this baby Yoda species is turns into a, what would be a jedi, that would be kind of weird to me with with how close this is to Force Awakens. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, obviously yeah. they can't develop that little that character into a jedi or anything. Right. So. It'd be force sensitive, know. but you know, or maybe we're just getting, maybe we're getting a new bounty hunter Yoda species. That I can get on board with. Uh
2: huh. I, I, whatever, man. I'm I'm 100 percent, and
1: I just, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm uh, stoked, man. This is going to be watching this episode or watching this series progress is going to be amazing. I've always wanted a Star Wars TV show, live action, and this that first one. Definitely knocked that out of the park. And it get, makes me even more excited for the Cassian and K2 ep show. And more importantly, okay. my favorite character in all of Star Wars, uh, General Kenobi, with Ewan oh, yeah. McGregor. When that show drops, you can best bet that I will not... I'll be watching that 10 times every every time I it comes I mean, out.
2: The best part about this stuff, Dan, is that we're getting like weekly content like that is the coolest part like yeah no and we doubt. can sit there and we can really digest it and talk about it and you know we're content creators so we naturally want to do stuff like that and now we have this opportunity i know you guys mentioned you're going to be doing a show
1: yep we already we've picked out a name we're getting a full different a different feed than the shatter Order podcast we are starting full on i mean there's enough content coming out for star wars now with Clone Wars, new season, Uh, me finally being able to have access to the Rebels, which I've never seen, Um, you know, Resistance is on Disney+, Plus. I haven't watched that yet, we're full on new podcast coming from us, Uh, gonna be recording the first episode on Sunday, I cannot wait to fire that up and start talking about this stuff with Wink, there's just so much Star Wars to digest now, and as content creators, it's perfect.
2: Perfect, man. 100%. So,
1: loving it. Loving every second. I look forward to uh, hearing your thoughts tomorrow on episode oh, yeah. two. We'll, we'll talk. I'm sure we'll once talk. you start getting... Uh, I, if you are streaming tomorrow night, and I uh, I can get in there. I'll hear what you think. When is it? <laughs> at, does it release at midnight? Because, I mean, I'm a two hours away. I might just watch it tonight. Oh.
2: Is it? Man, I mean, you can really? I'll, I'll I'll stay up for this shit. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> oh my god! If it's if it's if it's it tonight, <laughs> I
1: got two hours and I can watch the next episode. I don't know when it drops, so I'm gonna have to look that up now. I but, didn't
2: didn't the first one drop at like three or four a.m. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's, it's in the middle of the night.
1: People in where were those East Coast was saying they were watching. I don't know. I don't think it dropped at three a.m. But Disney Plus as a whole dropped at three a.m. it was disney plus was down until like the afternoon of the next day i couldn't got i i couldn't log in at all before i went to bed after work that day so maybe it does release midnight i don't know it's a check
2: all right all right man well we'll talk
1: (laughs) sounds good man well i want to say this i appreciate you coming on and keeping me company i really want to get you back on once you know, winks here, have the uh, the good old round table, and hopefully have a little more to talk about than me just making up random things about hopeful <laughs> Jedi Council members. But nah. yeah, uh, I don't do great talking to myself, and if I did, I would probably be uh, hospitalized. So it's <laughs> nice to have, nice to have you here with me, buddy. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah, anytime, brother. You know it. got me.
1: For everyone that's in the live chat and listening to the podcast that maybe not has found you, yeah, thus of yet, thus of yet, whatever the wording is, where can people find Urzatron? Or did we drop the Tron?
2: We dropped the Tron a little bit. Dropped we're, the we're,
1: Tron. All right. Well, I you know could, we you got could, Urza.
2: You can still find me under, under Urzatron, though. Oh, okay. I'd published a lot of content under that name. So Urzatron or Urz, U-R-Z-Z-Z, just come on over, have a Carillion Light, and enjoy some Grand Arena with us because we have a good time.
1: I was thinking, you know, a new beer, Old Milwaukee, Old Mandalorian.
2: Old Mandalorian. Do that. Good.
1: Ideas. We'll talk. (laughs) (laughs) Ideas. All right, buddy. I appreciate you coming on, and uh, hopefully we can talk again soon we will everyone else out there thanks for listening thanks for coming out and we will talk to you next week later
2: thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast happy gaming and may the force be with you